charged by Hennepin County Attorney's Office with murder and with manslaughter. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chavez has been charged by the Hennepin County Attorney's Office with murder and with manslaughter. Questions? He has been charged with third degree murder. We are in the process of continuing to review the evidence. There may be subsequent charges later. It's not the racist white person who's in the Ku Klux Klan that we have to worry about. It's the white liberal Hillary Clinton supporter walking her dog in Central Park who would tell you right now, she, you know, she, people like that, oh, I don't see race, race is no big deal to me, I see us all as the same, I get to charities. But the minute she sees a black man who she does not uh, uh, respect or who she has a slight thought against, she weaponized race like she had been trained by the Aryan nation. A Klan's member could not have been better trained to pick up the police and uh, pick up the, her phone and tell the police it's a black man, African-American man, come get him. So even the most liberal, well-intentioned white person has a, 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 a virus uh, in his or her brain that can be activated at an instant. And so what you're seeing now is a curtain falling away. And the visuals of unity and of peace, how, how important is that? Oh, we just had oh a- Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my God, what's happening, Hannah? What, what is it, Hannah? Um, I'm I mean, sorry, we're seeing a, the groups. A, a truck we're that oh just barreled down the highway. Oh no! Barreled down the highway through a girl. No, 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 no. We heard no, it honking, no, and no. then we heard it just take That's off, going northbound on 35W. Uh, honking his horn, and it looked like people were able to move out of the way. Oh no! Uh, uh, but not enough. This is this is not good, guys. Okay. Anna, just stay with yeah, us. Just stay good. with us. Um, See if we can get back up onto that. We've got some medics view. saying that they're coming down there. Okay. Uh, we've got some people saying there are medics running down there. We've seen people rush rush down that way right now. We can't really tell what's happening. Uh, hoping everyone there is safe. That truck came down honking and it came fast. And it was fast, yeah. Um, Annie, we'll which, which direction did that truck come from? Can you tell? Was it coming from the, it the south? North. It was coming from the south, heading north, yep. So coming from kind of the downtown area, heading north up the 35. So directly bridge. into the crowd. It, it's hard. Yes, yes, it went directly into the crowd. It, it was honking, so it's hard to tell if people were able to move out of the way. The crowd then that was uh, in one lane jumped over that partition then and just started. It looked like giving aid to people, but that truck came through so fast. We saw uh, it was honking its horn, like I said, but it came through that crowd. Okay, we're gonna Can try we get, to get the chopper more. back up above this scene and. Um, uh, we need to see it from the air. There is the Okay, the, the truck. truck is still moving, but people are also there jumping are on the truck. people on the hood of the truck, all over the truck. And, and there's no law enforcement right now in this. From the National Press Building in Washington, D.C., this is your Corporate Crime Reporter Morning Minute for Friday, May 29, 2020. I'm Russell Mokhyber. In 1921, Blair Mountain in southern West Virginia was the site of the country's bloodiest armed insurrection since the Civil War, a battle pitting miners led by Frank Keeney against agents of the coal barons intent on quashing organized labor. It was the largest labor uprising in U.S. history. 
90 years later, the site became embroiled in a second struggle as activists came together to fight the coal industry, the West Virginia state government, and the military-industrial complex in a successful effort to save the battlefield from destruction by mountaintop removal mining. Now comes Charles Keeney, a historian and great-grandson of Frank Keeney, out with a new book later this year from West Virginia University Press titled The Road to Blair Mountain, Saving a Mine Wars Battlefield from King Cole. For the Corporate Crime Reporter, I'm Russell Mokai. But the minute she sees a black man who she does not uh, uh, respect or who she has a slight thought against, she weaponized race like she had been trained by the Aryan Nation. A Klan's member could not have been better trained to pick up the police and pick up her phone and tell the police it's a black man, African-American man, come get him. So even the most liberal, well-intentioned white person has a, 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 a virus uh, in his or her brain that can be activated at an instant. And so what you're seeing now is a curtain falling away. Some frightening new video. It's from All right, Jesus Christ. Social dissonance, a critical analysis of justice. And I'm going to go ahead and be um, hosting and producing this here program. And it is um, essentially what we got to replace the wine cellar with. We'll bring the same integrity, the ideas, but we're like, oh, we're doing more conversation radio. And it's like, why even have it be the wine cellar anymore? That's what Phoenix Kalita said. I did not say that at all. Oh, good. Microphone's picking you up. Oh, good. Right. Yeah, I didn't say that. You said that. And it is radio. This is just straight through blog talk radio. Damn near good old live to tape. Uh, earlier, we just recorded um, Talk Fury with uh, Dr. Springler. And we'll be running that through the um, Patreon early access and the uh, socialized feed. Um, and we do, uh, we do pay for Talk Fury. All right, that is a, that's actually the wine, the wine cellar is employing people now. So you support the wine cellar, you support small businesses. (laughs) All right, but uh, yeah, the shit is dope. Um, And that's also good conversation radio with uh, dope activists out there in the Chicago area. And of course, there's Phoenix Collider's uh, Swapcast. which has its own feed there are going to be folks that just want to hear some swap cast man right now we have a whole bunch of these um stories going on yeah i know you have some fresh stuff yep there are callers calling in let's hit a couple of stories and then um open up a phone line but we do see 314 right there we will be here we got you right there you're the only one on too holding on right and they got the little question mark up there that means they uh they pressed that button Yes. But I got something to say, Big Chief. That's what that means. Yep. And we also have the uh, Blog Talk Radio chat room open. So folks can pop on there if you are directly on the Blog Talk. Yes. Yeah. What do you have? Oh, uh, so I was looking for the Trump tweet, which is always a dangerous place to go. But um, apparently he said that he is going to designate Antifa as a terrorist organization. Which, of course, since there's uh, it's a leaderless thing right there's no fucking ceo of antifa and there's no fucking you know managers and whatnot so that basically means at this point anybody uh if this happens anybody who gets arrested at a protest um can now be charged as a domestic terrorist oh cool i love stupid bullshit like this yeah because there's no uh fucking 
yeah, there's just no like rhyme or reason to designating Antifa as a thing. As um, well, he talked to the leader. Right. Yeah, he had him on the phone. Who's, who's not a very fine person. He's like, well, l- listen here, uh, Mister and Mrs. Antifa. They are. They're a couple. The Antifas. Mister the Antifas. Mister and Mrs. Antifa. Yes. Two kids, one in the oven. The really? Antifas are a good old American family. They're against wow. fascists. I thought America didn't like fascism. America any- loves fascism. Yeah, if anything, the Antifas are the most American family I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, wouldn't somebody waving a Confederate traitor flag be significantly less American than the Antifas? You would think so. <laughs> but hey. And then, of course, uh, Beth Lynch is back on Twitter. Yay, welcome back, Beth. And uh, made a tweet that I had to share today that said, uh, if it's our taxpayers funding them, then there are cars to burn. Hmm. Yeah, I bought that fucking car. Yeah, we, we fucking bought that shit. We can burn it if we want to. Matter of fact, yeah, if you're one of those people, hey, if you're nice enough, I'm not. I'm, my, my hands are slow and whack. I am not a scrapper anymore. I haven't seen hand action since 2003, all right? <laughs> but if you can unholster, that's your gun. Uh, Everything gun. the pigs have is ours. Is ours. All we those, paid for it. All those badges? Can yep. you melt that down? That's that's metal. You can take that. You can sell that. Yeah, it's ours. Yeah. And uh, um, who was it? I think it was... Um, who were the, the hackers with the Guy Fox mask? I just forgot the name of the group. Was that Anonymous? Yes. Uh, they released the email addresses and names of every officer in Minneapolis. Well, yeah, those are our officers. <laughs> those are our officers. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see what happens. I don't know. In capitalism, I understand that you can buy people. I've heard I've heard about this. You can buy people. Yeah, and considering that I'm part of the pimp lobby. Yes, we are part of the pimp lobby. <laughs> Facts. Uh, and then I wanted to just go over this article real quick. Yes, um, So, they're doing more research into coronavirus, and it turns out it may actually be a blood vessel disease. Jesus Christ! What, the, what else does it do? Like, I bet, like, I bet if you catch Corona, like you, like if you survive it, you're you're immune to reefer and booze now. It just does nothing for you. Maybe. Uh, so, and this is element. This is off elemental. Um, in April, blood clots emerged as one of the many mysterious symptoms attrib- attributed to COVID nineteen, a disease that had initially thought been largely to affect lungs in the form of pneumonia. Quickly after reports of young people dying due to coronavirus, oh, quickly after, there's probably be a comma there, uh, came reports of young people dying due to coronavirus-related strokes. Next, it was COVID toes, painful or red or purple digits. What do all these symptoms have in common? An impairment in blood circulation. Add in the fact that 40% of deaths from COVID-19 are related to cardiovascular complications, and the disease starts to look like a vascular infection instead of a purely respiratory one. Months into the pandemic, there is now a growing body of evidence to support the theory that the novel coronavirus can infect blood vessels, which would explain not only the high prevalence of blood clots, strokes, and heart attacks, but also provide an answer for the diverse set of head-to-toe symptoms that have emerged. Uh, William Lee, MD, president of the Angiogenesis Foundation, said, All these COVID-assisted associated complications were a mystery. 
We see blood clotting, kidney damage, inflammation of the heart, stroke, encephalitis, a whole myriad of seemingly unconnected phenomena that you do not normally see in SARS or H1N1 or frankly most infectious disease. But if you start to pull all the data together that's emerging, it turns out the virus is probably whew, vasculotropic, meaning it affects blood vessels, said uh, Dr. Mandeep Mehra. Uh, a medical director of the Brigham and Women's Hospital Heart and Vascular Center. So, yeah, keeps getting better. Right, fucking makes melanin age faster. Just every <laughs> fucking thing possible. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, winecellarmedia.com. That's Phoenix Kaliter. Bringing, <laughs> bringing you the good stuff. Yes. And of course, the um, the, the things that I definitely um, had on deck. Um, something I just saw. There is a um, a bootlicker that made a Facebook post with a picture claiming that um, his sister's boyfriend, who's a cop, got hit in the face with rocks, and it had a picture of a cop kneeled down, appeared to be in distress, but nothing on him told me he got hit in the face with shit. This may be another one of those um, contusions. Yeah. And um, CTA shut down in Chicago just about a couple hours ago. Mm -hmm. um, police driving SUVs into protesters despite knowing what a vehicle can do to a human body. Yes. Um, pigs yelling light them up before shooting paintballs at people on their porch. They got a 13-year-old uh, kid in, I think, L.A. today with a rubber bullet in the face. Um... That, is that the picture of the white girl bleeding? No, it's a black kid. Another one. Mm -hmm. And like he's, you can't really see. You can just see like someone's just holding him, carrying him, and you can't actually see his face, but you can just see the because his head's down, but you can just see the blood fucking coming, Jeez. pouring down. Fucking Christ. Yeah. And um, your man's in them. John Cusack uh, said the police came at him and hit his bicycle with batons. Yeah. Is that like the? Is that like the white man exchange? Like we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna take down your low-tech machinery. Ah, cops are enjoying themselves right now. I know that. Yeah, it's an awkward one. They attack the bicycle. Um, protesters struck by um, pickup truck for protesting because freedom. These things are all on winecellarmedia.com. Um, pig on horseback. On horseback runs right the fuck into a human being. Mm. Of course, the horse is like, hey, I'd like to not step on folks. Yeah. So the horse doesn't step on the person, but that's what the pig was clearly trying to fucking do. Yeah. Um, reporter Caitlin Rust gets shot at with some sort of pepper bullets. I thought she said rubber bullets. Oh, it sounded like she said pepper to me in the audio. Oh. Yeah, you have a sharper ear, though. That's right, a predator surveillance drone deployed over Minneapolis protest on mm. winecellarmedia.com. And uh, we should be looking for um, things going on with the Insurrection Act of 1807 again. Yes. And also, uh, while this is going on here, there are also riots in Canada right now uh, because police threw a black woman off a balcony. Just the fuck off a damn balcony. Yes. Fucking animals. Yes. Um, and... Uh, this person's name is uh, Regis Korschinski Paquette. Yes. I guess. Is hopefully I'm saying that right. Um, 
And so there's protests there. Uh, it's hashtag justice for Regis and organized by the group Not Another Black Life began around 2 p.m. Uh, the march was scheduled to finish at Queens Park, but protesters instead went to Toronto Police Headquarters. Uh, this was a response to Korchinski Packett's death, as well as the wider issues of anti-black and anti-indigenous racism. Uh, the violence we're experiencing globally is not okay and will never be okay. Uh, as a quote from a protester. So, uh, maybe Canada too. <laughs> Alright, so, I guess, uh, with Canada... Standing in the midst of my comrades, comrades... <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. I, I, believe, I believe that's accurate. <laughs> what up, comrade? Yes, social dissonance, a critical analysis of justice. We have a, a comrade soundboard. You goddamn right. I am the hip-hop socialist. Okay. <laughs> All right, and with that, let me uh, take a look over here at the uh, telephone line. Uh, 314, and your microphone is hot. Uh, where are you at, and how did you come to the program? Down south, but uh, I'm down south in the Delta. But I won't... What are these protests about? Oh, you, you, you haven't heard? Do you have a guess? No, I can't. We trying to figure. I had some college students today. And they said they don't know. Some you, you asked some college students. Uh, what university? LSU. LSU. They was, they was in Missouri. I guess they was on. They on summer break. LSU. Uh, Xavier down in New Orleans, and uh, Wash U in St. Louis. <laughs> and I don't know what they're for either. Uh, you make it think it, it seems like and you know here's another thing you never hear about these reports about these white police officers being killed by blacks in, New, in Baton Rouge you had three last month that was killed by black shooters but here's the thing you got 18,000 police departments across the country and they all are autonomous they are their own municipality and it's up to the people to set the policies on how those employees perform Wait, and how they behave. Wait, what's that when, when you said? Um, with let me let me run that back there. You said there were police officers shot by black people. Where? In Baton Rouge. What did the um? What did the police officers do to cause themselves to get shot? Oh, the one was the one was ambushed. The shooter, the black man, stood over him and killed him and the other one was shot uh, then uh, before that you had uh, another one that was killed by a black man in St. Louis in Wellston W-E-L-S-T-O-N you had a black man stand over a police officer in a store and that he had knocked down and he stood over and killed him oh, these are these and are all these are... taken alive these, these sound like allegations. I don't think I have enough facts. No, no, they're not allegations. I it, know for sure. I'm down in Baton Rouge. It, it, uh, this sounds like these cops <laughs> may have brought what, it on themselves. A, 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 huh? I think that what what were they wearing? What was who wearing? What were the what were the cops wearing when they stole the bullets? They were wearing uniforms. What, were, they were wearing police uniforms? Now, to my understanding, people yes. that wear police uniforms are pretty dangerous. Police that wear pe uni police uniforms murder people, so it's kind of like preemptively defending yourself if you see someone hey, with a police wait, wait. uniform you on. You got video coverage on it. You got video coverage on it. Got video coverage on it? Ah, so that makes yes. the allegation true. Surveillance films. Mm-hmm. 
video coverage or video evidence? Video of the area where the shooting went on. You got the the driver, not the driver, the shooter, and so on. And I'm African American. I'm just saying these things. I'm not white. I'm African American. Just briefly, before we move to the next caller, um, just any short thought on chemtrails. I don't know about the chemtrails. I fly, and those things that come off my wings are not chemical. But the thing that I'm saying okay, is Okay, you just you, you sounded like another caller. I thought you sounded familiar. You're, you're not that caller. <laughs> All right, let me uh, jump to the next no. one here. These are... Th- th- <laughs> you just hang up on him. Look, uh, yes. <laughs> What's going with that? Um, 267, I have your microphone hot. Hey, my name's Anita. Hello. Hi. Hey, how'd you come across the program? Uh, I came across the program through this website called Block Talk Radio. And, you know, I go on there a lot. I listen to a lot of shows and podcasts on there. And yours caught my eye generally because of, you know, all the things going on with all these protests and how brutally the police are acting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, currently where I live, in our little neighborhood we have a song about police brutality right and i i just want to recite it on your show really quick so it goes something like this i want to be the very best like no one ever was to kill them cops is my real test to shoot them is my cause i will travel across the land searching far and wide each piggy to understand the power that's inside all right uh, the, oh, and they hung up. <laughs> that was some comrade shit for real. Right. Did they think? I hope they didn't think we disagree. <laughs> what the? All right, uh, standing in the midst of my comrades, comrades. You go to the. <laughs> I am hurt though, Bernie, that you've been distancing yourself a little from me. Why'd you hang up? <laughs> I mean, that's just not something that you do to your comrade. All right, and um, the last one that we have uh, called in here, 904, uh, your microphone is heating up, and it's hot. And how'd you come across this? All righty, hi. I came across this by uh, Blog Talk Radio, and uh, I come from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Uh, all right, right and, on. Uh, I would just like to say... Uh, I just think that the protests are a beautiful way to show the social uh, disbalance in how racist the cops really are. Yeah. All right. Have you, you know? um have you been out yeah. to any? Um, I've seen lots of racist cops in my area. I I can't stand them. You know. Same. Yeah. <laughs> really same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just wanted to say this. Um, I feel like they should start looting more uh, businesses, like big corporations. I feel like they should start looting like WalMarts and more Target and like Gucci stores and stuff because uh, corporates can you know be repaired. They can fix the damages. The damages of slavery cannot be fixed. They can be helped and changed, but you can't uh, fix the deaths of many African American individuals. Yeah. Yeah, Gucci stores, interesting choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then, and, all right. Then, uh, then, thanks for uh, th- thanks for calling in there. That's nine zero four. Yeah. 
So how come the bootlicker was the black guy? Man, it's fucking <laughs> embarrassing. He sounded like um the cat that calls himself M. Hondisi that calls into the um to Gus T. Renegade's program and talks about chemtrails and said that um chemtrails might have something to do with uh the coronavirus uh hoax as M. Hondisi considered it. Oof. Alright, so the um things that we've seen recently, uh what what yes. um what most stood out to you? Of as far as the riots go? Yeah, the uprisings. Anything? The uprisings against police. I, I'm not bothered by calling it a riot. Like fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, call it a riot. It pisses off white people when you call it a riot. Hmm. I don't like it. I'm like, okay, fine. It's a riot. I don't care. Um, I just, I, you know, I keep seeing like these supercuts of like the police violence, and it's like even the people who are um, protesting, you know, quote unquote, nonviolently, right? So people who are just, you know, standing in front of cops and getting their shit rocked. And, like, you know, the guy who got run over with the cop car, he was just standing in the street. He wasn't, you know, he didn't appear to have a weapon. He wasn't yelling at anybody. He wasn't approaching anybody. Like, the cops came up to him. And the same thing with these cops that are uh, just, you know, in these streets, just pushing people, cussing at people, uh, just driving by, fucking pepper spraying people. It reminds me of... um. What was that one? Was that the uh, Occupy, where there was just a bunch of protesters, like, sitting on the ground and a cop just walked by and pepper sprayed them? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how many more of these images we need to see before people actually realize, like, oh, the police are actually fucking trash. (laughs) Like, they're targeting innocent people because they're fucking bullies and they want to be and that's just how they want to behave and that's why you will never have any actual fucking police reform. And in in one of the supercuts you showed me, uh, the... Well, one, the, the only one that I saw, but you've seen several. Um, yeah, they were busting a lot of white niggas' heads. Yeah. And they don't realize, yo, like, they're radicalizing the shit out of every one of them white niggas they touch and don't kill. And mm-hmm. every white nigga that sees that shit is getting radicalized right along with them. Because something they that they're realizing that they, they're putting it all together in their head. They know why they're here because they saw another police murder of a black person. Yeah. And then when they became face-to-face with a cop, they were brutally overpowered and could have been murdered in that moment. If they walk away alive, they're like, holy shit, at the institution of policing forever. Yep. So it's like, keep keep making that, keep bringing that fucking, um, that coalition now, because it's going to go beyond class. You're going to get fucking, like, middle class and lower middle class together with poor go right the fuck ahead and do it they have student loan debt (laughs) (laughs) yeah a week from poor yeah yeah i would love to see more uh coalition building around this because it you know obviously right now the focus is on murders of black people in particular black men but police be fucking up everybody and you know it's so funny because uh like i'm in one of those i'm still in that fucking uh atheist versus christian group oh no (laughs) And one of them, like, inadvertently, like, talked to, like, made it, tried to make a point, but, like, went so far with it, he ended up, like, disagreeing with himself by the end of it. Because he was like, well, basically his thing was like, well, violent protesters are bad, and they have to follow rules, and white people get killed by cops all the time, and we don't riot. And I was like, maybe you fucking should. <laughs> like. Yeah. And he was like. You just sort of like, you know, it was funny because it was an inadvertent thing, like ultimately acknowledging that we do know police brutality is a problem. We do know it affects us too, but we're just not going to do anything. And it's like, well, okay. 
<laughs> it is. Like, it's that getting complacent after fighting, if you will. Like, yeah. America's just this fucking universal confederation of bootlickers. Mm-hmm. You know, just fucking pacified by propaganda and some sports ball. You know, and fucking... And, I mean, it goes beyond the propaganda, right? Just let's go all the way back to one of Phoenix Kaliders and I's first fucking conversations. Um, where it's like, it's not just the... Uh, your little football game that you can watch or your sitcom that you can watch but it's the fact that oh well you can drive this nissan altima which better which is better than your co-workers shitty camry mm-hmm. if you get the raise three bucks more an hour yeah right like you get to have the fucking um the <coughs> thousand foot square apartment instead of the 800 square foot yeah hey you get to be a little uppity up if you just get a few more treads on that boot. Just, you're not up to the laces yet, buddy. Oh, that's when you get the big bucks, right? That's yep. when you get to middle management, just sliding right under six figures. I think a lot of that is part of the indoctrination, is that fucking, um, that pyramid scheme of capitalism. Yeah. Well, what is it? Um, the poor people are just temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Like, they all think they're going to make it someday. It's like, no, <laughs> the system is not designed for us all to make it someday. It's designed for as few of us as possible uh, to make it out. But, you know, people don't want to acknowledge that. And they still, I think it's just too much to deal with the idea that, you know, like their version of America is just not accurate. Like, they just have this, it's just a few bad apples. And it's like, no, it's all whole system, whole system. Yeah. And they just, yeah, I think they struggle with acknowledging that. And now here comes the fucking coalition. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, we didn't bring this up on the episode of uh, Talk Fury for this week. But um, also, like, because Dr. Springler was like, whoa, like, look at all these fucking young people flying out here. High energy. It's it's wicked. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny, Dr. Springler says that. That nigga's like 28. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you too, little baby going out there, kids. Fight the good fight. Your fucking your knees are still good. Yeah. But fucking. But that's I think part of that is because Gen Z can see millennials talking about it. Yeah. And they've been able to see us, right? Like how many Gen Zers had an iPod Touch and Facebook when they were fucking thirteen, fourteen? Yeah. And they could see millennials starting YouTubes and podcasts talking about I'm an atheist and holy shit, this Obama thing isn't really going, what the fuck, this is not as awesome, first black president, not going too cool, right? Gen Z has been able to see that shit the whole time. Gen Z, before they were 18, they got to see our heads get busted at Occupy, which Dr. Springler was at, you know, like... And Ferguson and Standing Rock and... Yeah. um, I do wonder, though, if, like, Gen Z has, like, a special hatred for police, because police always be like hiding outside the schools during the shootings, and like, but you have all this fucking energy to like fucking crack in people's heads for protesting police brutality. Like, okay, nigga. Right, and then they saw like, and then you add in like what happened the last couple years, right? Because you have a like pretty much the your first child is quintessentially like the Gen Z age, mm-hmm. so wasn't old enough to vote in two thousand sixteen. No. But probably saw like, hey, what's this? What's this Bernie thing? Yeah. Hey, what's that? Yeah. What's that Bernie shit? I, I, I like that Bernie shit. Hey, 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 fuck the hill dog. What's that Bernie shit over there? <laughs> yes. No, what? Lincoln Chafee chafed these. What's that Bernie thing? <laughs> <laughs> and then they watched 
as the DNC fucked it all over, and they think they didn't see that shit. Yeah, they I saw think that's that huge. shit. Not to mention a lot of uh, Gen Zers want. Uh, you know, a lot of Bernie Bernie's policies just because they had to watch their older siblings or their parents fucking struggle with shit. Like, how many fucking Gen Z kids have had to watch somebody die in debt because they had cancer? And then, like, they're old enough to vote and it happens again. Yep. And they get a fucking rapist. Yep. Gen Z is, look, look, they're, what they're looking at is way uglier than what we saw with that Bush shit. This is Oof. way fucking uglier. Man. Shit, we thought we were radicalized. God damn. I mean, this is, you know, I know everyone is saying it uh, constantly right now, but that fucking MLK quote about a riot is the language of the unheard, and it's like, uh, politicians aren't fucking listening yet. <laughs> and then, you know what? And then let's look at, like, um, like Gen Z, like, fems and women, and, you know, like, fem queer folks in Gen Z. Mm-hmm. They can all see everything, too, together now before you had all this high-speed internet and it <clears throat> and so now they can see like fucking all the the rape culture they can share with other people across seas and across state lines yep and then they're like joe biden because now they're old enough to vote this time and it happened again yep yeah no they're not feel yeah they, like these kids are radicalized and they're gonna go way beyond the identity politics they didn't buy the kamala harris shit they did kamala not work. harris did not have the youth vote did not yeah then you just gotta wonder like gen z so these are young people how many of their you know older brothers or the fathers are still in fucking prison because of joe biden's crime bill yeah or like young women and young girls that can go on the internet and see incels talk about them yep God, are gross. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Yeah, there's that. There's, I think, yeah, a lot of things that I think Gen Z sees. It's just like, uh, and it's just so much easier to see it with social media. Yeah. yeah. And fleshing that out, that's like the fuller, broader sociological context of why I think this shit is popping off so hard every the fuck where. Because everything is fucked. And the people that, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were like, I don't really like him. They give me tickets. I don't really like him. He's kind of, you know, the cops are kind of dicks sometimes, dude. They're kind of dicks, bro. You know, like everybody who even had some of a little side eye at police just because authority is annoying. Yeah. But now they see that they really are your fucking enemy and they will fuck you up. Yep. Shit, man. We got a radicalized generation. I love it. I and love I, it. I think AOC... Take the green light. Go hard. Stop, ta- stop tacking center. Yep. You don't have to tack center anymore. Go be like Benjamin Dixon. Do a fake version of my show. You know, like <laughs> fucking, you can go hard now. Yeah, I would love to see it. And, you know, speaking of uh, radicalizing um, young people, too, I think one of the things is um, Me Too, the Me Too movement. Hmm. Because that, a lot of young women saw, like, an, an opportunity where. It was actually okay to come forward uh, as a survivor of sexual assault, and now it was like, ha, we were just fucking with y'all. We were just playing. Don't actually talk about it. It came with caveats. So, yeah, I think that's uh, also a factor. So now you're going to have, they're going to be weary of fucking um, 
of titled movements, of labeled movements that have t-shirts mm-hmm. and wristbands and shit. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, iPhone cases, whatever the fuck they have. Like, yeah, like, titled shit is gonna look weird to people. Yep. Which is why, like, this should never be titled. No, no, don't call this anything. This I just call it Uprising Against Police. Yep. Because that's what it looks like. But, you know, like, Fiends Kaliter strongly prefers the word riot. I just like making liberals uncomfortable. <laughs> that's that but yeah fuck yeah and i think too it's also um especially going to be different uh because it is a lot of white people getting fucked up by cops because i remember like i was in ferguson and that was mostly black people who were um you know getting injured so like yeah it scared people and it made headlines because people were you know seeing images from ferguson of like you know the cops and the fucking full military uh, gear with a fucking, you know, looking like a fucking war zone, like, it was fucking Afghanistan and shit, but, you know, it was still mostly hurting black folks, but now it's like, these are white folks getting their skulls cracked open, these are white folks getting, uh, pepper sprayed, these are white folks, you know, and it's happening in real time, you can see it on Twitter, you can see it on Facebook, you know, and so I think that's, um, definitely a factor, because I don't like it, Occupy, it happened, but Occupy, you had kind of, to, to some extent, had to, like, you know, wait for the news to come out or wait for the pictures. It wasn't fucking, like, live streaming everywhere the way shit is now. It's just so fucking instantaneous. That is way the fuck different. Yeah. Yeah, like, I had to hear about Occupy on a Lee Camp podcast the next day. Yep. And then on Joe Rogan, hear them joking about it. Mm -hmm. You can see which direction I went. Because I remember them (laughs) joking about it. It was Joey Diaz on there. And he was like, ugh, as soon as that new iPhone came out, the Occupy line went down immediately. It's oh. like, it's like, ugh, fucking tacky. Like, that's not who bought the iPhone. They couldn't afford it. That's why they were occupiers. Yep. Uh, folks, uh, WineCellarMedia.com, Phoenix Kalita and William J. Jackson still cranking out content. Uh, we do have um, an hour and 40 minutes for me to edit down from of uh, Talk Fury with uh, Dr. Chelsea Springler. And Phoenix Kalita's still doing Swapcast to bring you the Swapaganda. Thank you for tuning in to our funky dope shit. Remember, if you support this stuff, patreon.com slash Fund, And you can drop something in the old tip jar at paypal.me slash phoenixandwilliam. The Patreon is mostly for early access. Very few things on there. Stay Patreon only. That's just um, so folks can support it, keep the thing up and running. So I don't have to go get a second job stocking at Walmart. You know, like, I'd rather put out some ill content that motherfuckers can fuck with. All right, catch on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus was a white man, too. But, you, you know, it's like, we have, he was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact, as is Santa. I just want right. the kids watching to know that. Yeah. But my point is, how do you just revise it, you know, in the middle of the legacy of the story and change Santa from white to black? Yeah. How do you feel? I feel, I feel amazing. Is this how men feel? All the time. Even the ugly ones. If you're going to do drugs tonight, remember to buddy up and look after one another. Let me get you some condoms. Don't tell me you fed the boys without me. You were in a coma. Oh my God, what else happened? You won't like who's president. It's not Barney. Standing in the midst of my comrades, comrades. I am the hip-hop socialist. I am hurt, though, Bernie, that you've been distancing yourself a little from me. I mean, that's just not something that you do to your comrades.
cool, Dad. What is that? Some old Indian thing. What's it for? Well, I don't know much about Indians, but I do know tools. And if I had to guess, I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull, twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here. Yep, that's what it's for. WineCellarMedia.com <laughs> Again, Patreon.com slash WineCellarMediaFund, PayPal.me slash William. This is... Social dissonance, a critical analysis of justice. Phoenix Kalina. Yes. One more thing I forgot to mention because so much is happening. Uh, In addition to doxing all the police officers in Minneapolis, Anonymous also came through with court documents where somebody sued uh, Epstein and Donald Trump together for raping minors. (sighs) Yep. It is fucking real. Yeah, a 13-year-old at that. All right. Wait a second. That Wait, that isn't... That story, that one came out during the election, didn't it? Um, but nobody had the court documents. Anonymous got them. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they're just up and out there, PDF file or something? That's uh, on us. What is it, Scribid or something? I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's like, uh, what is it? Scribid? It... S-C-R-I-B-D dot com. Oh, it it's must like be a, like scribed. a Dropbox, maybe. Because isn't the word scribe so like no writing related? It. It's fucking weird. Yeah, but you know, Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they do. Uh, so yeah. All right. Um, let's um see what the holy heck darn there is no one in the chat room. <laughs> it's uh three four seven eight five seven three nine three seven. We did have uh three callers at the beginning of it. But this is a new thing. Let me see if there are comments on the Facebook links. And I'm not seeing anything coming up there. And so we should head on over to winecellarmedia.com and let's take a look at um at this uh what's going on with the CTA. Right? So I think protesters are still out there in Chicago, right? Yes. But they got kind of like locked in. Yeah. Like, they blocked all the streets down and then called a curfew. Last I heard, they were starting to raise the bridges so people couldn't leave. And that was Saturday night? Yeah. So now we're on, basically, we're in Sunday night. It's fucking past 8 p.m. here. And yeah, I saw um, Dr. Springler put up a a post about an emergency emergency alert from the smart device saying CTA is suspending bus and train service at 6.30 p.m. until morning. Updates at um, Transit Chicago, and um, and um, I was taking a look there, and there's an article up by Sam Kelly. Ooh, excuse me. dot com coming off of Chicago Sun Times, and it appears that the CTA announced it would be suspending all buses and trains on Sunday evening in the wake of widespread protests that turned violent Saturday. All CTA service will be suspended at 6.30 p.m. on Sunday at the request of public safety officials. What's that job specifically? What job? Public safety official. Like a community service officer? Are they important? No. Why do do they get to make that call? Because they work with police. (laughs) So who actually made that call? Right. 
Oh, that is that is adorable. And they even have a embedded tweet here by the at CTA on the Twitter. Blue check, blue check. And it and it is telling people that service is suspended at six thirty PM and then they uh they go into how protests turn violent. And it's like, nah, nigga. Europeans landed on this shore and proceeded to be more violent than ever before. There, that's the real rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah. In the 1400s, beyond and more, Europeans hit the shore more violent than before. There you go. Hmm. That's a that's my fucking nursery rhyme for the goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> and do the doop 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 doop. And we have a light 'em up. Pigs with paintball guns terrorize human beings in violent attack. This is on winecellarmedia.com. See, you got um in the video that I'm ripping this audio from. It showed like the first thing you see is like a military style. What do they call it? A Humvee. Just just easing up the block. Or actually, no, that looks like an actual tank. That looks like a a gun on the top. Ugh. Yeah, no, that's not a Humvee. That's a goddamn actual tank. Just right. up the block, just chilling. And then it shows the um, the pigs coming up. This is uh, uploaded directly to WineCellarMedia.com, so social media can't take it down. You can hear the pigs yelling. Get in your house now! Get in your house now. You see, this is how you. That's how freedom. That's how you reason with people. And you, Free dumb. And you should yell at them like that because look at how aggressive they are on their porch. Go! Light them up! Go inside now! Get, Get in the house! <laughs> and then they proceed to shoot paintballs at them. So again, and I can't really tell. Let's see. Get in, get in, get in, get in, get in! Yeah, like these appear to be white folks. So again, if they had any suspicion, mm-hmm. they're radicalized now. Yep. Because they know what it's like to have a cop pull the trigger on them in that symbolic murder. Yep. And for doing nothing, for standing on their fucking porch. Like, yeah, all these stories about, because I, I think it really does take like white folks having to live through shit like this for it to like click. But all these fucking stories about black people be like, I really wasn't doing anything. I was just fucking there and cops came up and fucked me up. Now white people be like, I wasn't doing anything. Cops just showed up and fucked me up. Yeah. And like, and it's not, and it's not just white people. It's white people's bicycles as well. It is white people's bicycles as well. Yeah. We have on winecellarmedia.com this, uh, uh, Phoenix Kalita's homeboy, John Cusack. Yes. Who, um, is a, uh, like a mumble rapper or something. He's an what? actor. Okay, that's also neat. Get out of here! All right, all right, all right. Get out of here! Get your boy out of here now! All right, I'm going. Get out of here! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So he also had an encounter with police. Yep. That's the whole thing. He only got eight seconds of video. Probably would have dropped the device and police would have grabbed it, stomped it, deleted it, whatever they got to do. Yeah. They love fucking breaking people's phones when you record them. Was there more information behind that? What the fuck was he doing there? I think he was just watching the protests. Oh, just Q-sacking? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and it looks like um, what they do have up, uh, Hollywood star John Cusack claimed he was... Why'd they put attack in those play parentheses? (laughs) (laughs) They put... 
Right, I can hear the fucking pigs. I can see the fucking phone moving all around because, like, that's the camera. And if the camera can't be still, then something's happening to the camera person. Or their bicycle as well. Or their bicycle. Yeah, and it says, uh, the clip uploaded is blurry, but a man can be heard uh, shouting aggressively, get out of here, go on, move, get that bike out of here. The sound of metal clanging on metal is heard, along with what sounds like Cusack saying, all right, all right. <laughs> and um, what Cusack said on the Twitter was, uh, cops didn't like me <clears throat> filming the burning car, so they came at me with batons hitting my bike. Oh, fucking bike lives matter <laughs> all bikes matter <laughs> fuck yeah yes ma'am uh protesters <coughs> struck by picking by pickup truck for protesting because freedom right and it's like other people will have a reason to have a pickup truck you gotta haul shit you gotta move shit yeah but you do tend to associate it with the performative masculinity of a right winger Mm-hmm. for sure Right, and, um, doobie-doop-doo. Did you see the one where a semi drove into traffic? Or into people protesting? Yes. <sighs> what the fuck was that? Mm. Like, I don't, like... Because that's, like, your business vehicle. Yeah. Like, like it looked like a tanker. Like, it had, like, some sort of gasoline or something in it. Mm-hmm. I know some of those have milk. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really get a good look at the side of the damn thing from the video shown. And um, we'll play that at the uh, beginning of the whole program. But yeah, like, did, did you hear the newscasters? Like, when they were saying, like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. And it just, they kept going through there. And I'm just like, was something wrong with the driver? Because uh, I know, I mean, you can have a heart attack anytime if you have it while you're driving. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck the cat is doing over there making <laughs> noise. And, uh, but that, that was a weird one because it doesn't seem like you would drive your business vehicle while you literally have business cargo directly into folks i don't know like unless your white supremacy is that spontaneous maybe it is that one's a bug out and it happened in uh, tulsa oklahoma oh oh, this is a different one the pickup truck um happened in tulsa oklahoma a person uh, protesting the death of george floyd was struck by a pickup truck group of protesters were uh, huddled near a shoulder along Interstate 44 when the trunk went into the shoulder lane, striking a protester. And now that part of I-44 is temporarily closed. And you pulled up something. I was looking about the semi uh, incident to see. Um, they have not released the name of the driver or indicated like anything was wrong with him. He was fine at the time because after the truck stopped, protesters apparently pulled him out of the car and beat the shit out of him. Which, good, because yeah. you fucking tried to run a semi into a, a group of people. But yeah, they don't say, like, they don't have any details about, like, motive or anything. So, yeah. And I guess he just, uh, yeah. Then this audio that you're going to hear on this is um, folks are out there protesting and a pig comes up from behind on horseback. And uh, just runs the fuck over what appears to be a young femme person. And on the video on winecellarmedia.com, you see the cop just comes right the fuck in. Because when you're a horseback rider, you're running the show, right? Yeah. The horses are trained. Yeah. 
So that's on purpose. Yep. Like it's almost like a fucking um, it's like a police state gish gallop. Like, do so many of these on video at one time that people can't focus on one and be like, let's focus on getting charges on this one. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, maybe that's something that needs to be organized is groups of people that focus on each pig that needs to get charges. Yeah. And, like, like just boost that story every day, blow up the spot, hit up the local news stations. Do we have the reach to organize that? Maybe through social distancing? I think we could. Yeah, I think we could. Um, just one little update about the truck, the semi-truck incident. Um, so he says that uh, there are estimates that there were 6,000 people uh, on the bridge at the time, which is a lot of fucking people, and that the truck was already on the interstate before the incident, even though the interstate had been closed 40 minutes earlier at 5 p.m. Oh, is it not picking up? Uh, not well. Okay. Uh, so they say that there were 6,000 people on the bridge at the time and that the truck was already on the interstate before the incident, even though the interstate had been closed, uh, earlier at 5 p.m. and barriers were specifically in place for marchers. So this guy had to be fucking, like, intentionally targeting. There can't possibly be, like, a fucking, he had a stroke while he was driving or something. Holy shit. Because the freeway was already fucking shut down and he was on it. All right, and taking a look, um, 510, we see you're on the line, but it looks like you're just tuned in. Uh, if you do want to speak and you press 1, then I'll get like a little notification on the screen that says you have something to say. All right, and oh. furthermore, you have... Uh, the truck had a Keenan Advantage Group logo on it, so that's the company. Oh, shit, say it again? Keenan Advantage lo- Group. Keenan Advantage Group, let's... Let's hop on the Google machine. And of course, they declined to comment. <laughs> Wait, why would they de- uh, decline to comment? I don't know. Oh, they want to be like, well, it's like, what? Isn't it like a uh, no publicity's bad publicity? Hmm. Keenan Advantage Group tank truck and- transporters. Yes. And more so, uh, the bridge had to be cleared after because there was a threat of a possible gas or chemical leak from the tanker. This nigga was trying to commit, uh, like, a fucking domestic terrorism. Damn. So that, yeah, he's just driving a fucking road bomb. Yep. That is fucking bizarre. All right. Well, maybe I can, uh, contact their Facebook page. Be like, hey, you want to come on the program? (laughs) We're, uh... We're patriots. We're patriots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me check out uh, 510. Your microphone is hot, man. How did you come across the program? Well, I've been aware of and followed you both for some time now. Um, sometimes oh. on Facebook, sometimes on YouTube. And then I just kind of figured out the blog radio because I've been checking out some poetry uh, shows. So. Um, I just want to give my respect to uh, your all the energy and how intelligent and and fierce and freaking hilarious you are. Uh, I just and I'm happy you have each other because that's got to help a lot. Um, I'm a white person, so uh, I just wanted to call in and say, you know, I got an email from uh, we got a I live in a little rural town in Northern California. We got an email, a joint statement from the police administration. And it starts off uh, expressing, you know, like what everyone's all of a sudden doing now, 
you know, they're all expressing their shock and unifying around George Floyd, but immediately you're like, well, how about Sandra Bland and how about, you know, and, you know, the long list of names, like it's kind of trending right now, you know? Um, and then they, they go down further to say about the peaceful demonstrations, they're all for that. But then you get to about the fourth or fifth paragraph and they're saying, you see disturbing reports in dozens of cities where officers are being assaulted or threatened with death, innocent people being killed and assaulted. You know, they start the big gaslight, right? And um, the thing gave me a bad thing from the first paragraph because it just, like I said, it's trending. It's like white people, you know, like we're cowards. It just, it's not until enough of us say, you know, white supremacy that we even can say it. So now we can say it, you know, and mm -hmm. so um, it's just, it's, it's shitty. And uh, I don't know how to respond to it, but it's gaslighting is what it is. So I just, I like the things you're talking about tonight. I like the word uprising instead of riots. I will correct it wherever I see it. And I like the coalition idea because that, you know, better late than never, you know, and I don't know why it takes, you know, it's got to be your child that something happens to you before you feel it. Um, but I just want to thank you for your work, and, and I just wanted to call in to, to connect for a moment. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we yeah. We, we usually get some some callers that <laughs> want to argue why what uh why would mcdonald's why capitalism is not coercive it's a contract it's an agreement <laughs> right 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 oh my god that's the exhausting that's why i think it's great that you have the humor you know but uh i just yeah i want to support you know uh, tangibly as well and i do but i'll put you on that round two coming up real soon like tomorrow, because I think you're fierce and brave, and and just you know, really feel lucky to be able to um, be you know be allowed in the space. At least, and I try to be a listener, and then I try to take action. But we're gonna need a little more courage here from my white people. Come on now, you know, like, and so I think we're seeing it, and uh, it's. The amends are so deep and so long overdue. I'm, I'm even surprised that black people even talk to us <laughs> at this point. I don't know why you would, but, um, but yeah. So I just wanted to give you my respects for your show and your work. Hey, thank you, thank you very much. All right, let's uh, let's keep on yeah, dancing. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, here we'll go, we'll go ahead and mute your line for you. All right, right on. Nice, good stuff. We've had relatively good callers today. I'm impressed. This is this is wholesome. Well, yeah, okay. Let's go with that. This program, every episode of The Wine Cellar is like Family Matters. It's not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. We you have don't. an entire episode dedicated to white men getting naked and causing crimes. Yeah, that happened on there. <laughs> like on some level, maybe that's what Steve Urkel was a metaphor for. Really? Yeah. You, no, no. Nope. No. Strongly disagree. No. <laughs> All right, and let's uh, whoop, take a little look-see-poo over here. 
Oh yeah, and yeah, with the um the 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 cop on on the horseback, like running right over the person, like you you know what you're doing when you hit somebody like that. Yep. And then um this uh reporter Caitlin Rust got attacked by one of these um gosh darn guys. Have the video uploaded at winesolarmedia.com so Facebook can't remove it. And um you gotta go, and that's fine with us. Um okay. we got plenty of time here. Are you right? So you 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 hear them, they're like uh they're they're trying to figure out because you know they, they want to record live you know, get the live feed up like it it's sweeps week or whatever it is with news stations. Yeah. And um and you hear somebody who sounds like they might be with their crew screaming for a second as a cop comes into frame, apparently uh aiming a, a weapon at him. You okay? I'm getting shot. I'm getting Kate, Kate. Yeah, and that's the um and, and that's the victim, Caitlin Russ saying I'm getting shot. B, are you okay? Rubber bullets, rubber bullets, it's okay. And she said, holy shit, okay. She said, rubber bullets, it's okay. Okay, it's those pepper bullets. It's those pepper they... bullets. That... You did hear pepper. Okay. Yeah, see, she says rubber, then she says pepper bullets, which I don't know what the heck darn that is. So off to the Google machine again. <laughs> pepper bullets. Ah! Why are you dropping stuff? I dropped the mouse. Oh, shoot. And then I skibbled a skin of Marinky dude. Okay, you. Okay, apparently I'll when you up. when you look up pepper bullets, you just get this story. From Jesus Christ, how many times did CNN post this? They're they're trying to get this one. Yeah, so literally, what is a pepper bullet? Well, I'm seeing in news they're calling them uh, balls, like pepper balls. So it's a pepper spray projectile. What the fuck? Yeah. So, like a little pepper bomb? Yeah. But that they shoot at you with the velocity with which a gun can release a projectile into the world. Yeah, so basically, uh, from this description I'm reading, it's basically like um, like getting hit with a paintball, like from a paintball gun, but when it uh, explodes on impact, it releases pepper spray. So, like, but it's still coming, like, fast? Yeah. So... If you get hit in the head, you can have a fucking concussion, fall asleep, and die? Yep. So, like, it's still a lethal weapon. I, like, that was l- less than lethal weapons. Or, like, a, once one of the favorite ones oh, that I God. see in articles, a uh, service weapon. Mm. And, of course, when, like, as I'm Googling it, there is actually a website called pepperball.com. And, like, the first page, it gives you options of are you a school or organization, a consumer, or law enforcement? A, wait, a school, an agent? Organization. Organization. Consumer. Consumer. Or law enforcement. Oh, God. So it sounds like it could be like, are you this private school that wants public funding? Are you an organization that wants to get this private school public funding? Fucking. Are you a consumer that likes Alex Jones? Or are you law enforcement that likes Alex Jones? This fucking website. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Fiends right. was still looking at the website. What do they say? Uh, so, of course, I hit the law enforcement option. And it says, non-lethal protection you can always count on. Protect your people. And it has launchers. Get up to 150 feet of protection with powerful launchers ranging from compact pistols to your for your belt to AR-style tactical weapons. Uh, projectiles protect yourself in more situations with the most effective chemical irritant available on the market. 
and training, arm your team with the tools and knowledge to be safe in any situation with the guidance of our master trainers. Wait, they called it a chemical irritant. Yes. Wait a second. All right. Now let me look up. Um, And 510, I just turned your microphone back on arbitrarily because I figured, fuck it, let's hang out. It's conversation <laughs> radio. <laughs> so let me see. Um, is, Are there videos of people testing pepper bullets? Pepper bullets. They have one on their website. Oh, God. Woo. Oh God! You hear that music? Oh wait, I need to um, I need to bring that up though. I need to bring that up. Uh, uh where it can pepperball. be. Pepperball.com. Uh, pepperball. I'm just gonna. Fine, fine. I'll go to that website. All right, let's put that in the old browser history. Pepperball.com. I mean, compared to the other stuff that's already in the browser history for show notes. <laughs> Okay, so I see what you saw. Schools, organizations. Did you click any of them? Uh, I did law enforcement myself. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> see. So this is specifically yeah. for the cops. Mm-hmm. And here's the video I should be looking at? Yes. Outstanding. Let's hear the audio from this video, which is on the YouTubes. All right. All right. It gets uh, gets started there. Let's load it up. I want to know what's going on with pepper balls. It's loading slowly. Oh. What's with these phones? There it is. Ooh, it's got manly guitars. <laughs> those are. Those guitars, like, those come with, like, a like a flannel shirt wrapped around your waist. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, yeah you're working on, the, working on the Trans Am or the Mustang. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like this guitar. It's a good riff. <laughs> This is the Pepperball TCP Compact Launcher. All right, the Pepperball oh TCP Compact Launcher. Yes, that that sounds dope. Oh, I think I'm all. I, I, I we need we need to get one of these. Well, let, let, let's let's see what the features are. More music. <laughs> Okay, so they play you more music, and they and they just show you an image of one guy loading a clip, and then it cuts to another guy discharging around, but in slow motion. Slow motion is very important. <laughs> That's right, like because if you run the toxic masculinity by too fast, the fellows might miss it. They he might may have been it. taking a sip of beer at that part of the commercial. Right, man beer, <laughs> man beer. It's been designed to offer a pepperball launcher that can be carried on the belt. Or easily deployed from a tactical vest or bag. It is from a fanny pack. Why does it have to be a? It's a, a tactical <laughs> bag, sir. It's a fanny pack. Don't be afraid. It goes on your fanny. You you right. You strap it on. You hang it off to the side or right above your bum. It's a tactical bag. A tactical, cause that again, <laughs> it makes it more manly, doesn't it? Men don't wear fanny packs. We have tactical bags. It's available in black, yellow, and orange. The Universal Magazine... Black, yellow, and orange. Ah, yes. And plaid. And plaid. (laughs) But but not pink. Not pink ever. Never pink. pink. (laughs) Allows it to fire both... Only women could have those. That's right. That's like, um, oh man, back when I first moved to Illinois, we were in the gosh darn Walmart 
and I put up a video of it, so I'd have to find it. It's definitely probably from July 10th or 11th, uh, 2016. Yeah. And it was um, Tools and Lady Tools. <laughs> yes. Straight up, right on the shelf, right next to each other. But the Lady Tools were oh, pink. Oh, yeah, it's um, <laughs> Lady. Oh, good. That's awesome. Round pepper balls and long-range VXR projectiles and the barrel can accommodate the split shot. To load the TCP... And I can hear the engineering. Like, I'm an audio nerd. I see what they're doing. Every single moment that the narrator stops talking about this weapon, they turn the music up a little bit (laughs) and then turn it back down for the narrator again. Because, like, essentially, they're maintaining a level of decibels, which, for the listener, maintains a level of excitement. Yeah. Right? Like, they can never have a dull moment. This needs to be one minute and 49 seconds of, yeah, you're a man with your pepper balls. Real men have pepper balls. (laughs) Place the safety in the non-firing position. Insert an 8-gram CO2 or, if in a cold-weather environment, a nitrogen cartridge into the slot of the magazine. Tighten the compression screw down until slight pressure is felt. Place the magazine in the TCP and tighten the... And while they're teaching you all this, they're giving you the visual of just just the man's hands and forearms, lightly muscular forearms, not too much. They They want the viewer to relate. And then the black shirt tucked into what appear to be like, like a military style action pant. Yeah. Right? With a, um, with a... One of those belts, it doesn't look like a military belt, it looks like for rock climbing or some shit, because that's what you would use a pepper ball gun for. Who knows? In case there's people out there doing a little too much cardio. <laughs> you slow down there. And and just <sighs> and on and on a black table, like and it, it and it seems to be like in some sort of studio specifically for a just shooting, he's in a shooting range. Okay, at a shooting range. At a man lounge. <laughs> like, there should be free cigars and, and bowling balls with your name on them. Compression screw all the way. Your TCP is now ready for use. TCP magazines can be staged for use by tightening... Yeah, it's it's just all man style all the way through. Yep. Oh, shoot. And they have... Okay, they have a practice uh, dummy target, if you will. And they have a cop... Uh, it's like a bodybuilder. Now provides all the benefits of the versatile pepper ball system that can be carried on the belt or easily placed in patrol. Now, the the, the person that they're shooting the pepper ball at has on a ski mask. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen some oh. police shooting videos. I've never seen them shooting anyone with a ski mask on. Hell, I've seen them shoot somebody that was naked. <laughs> right? Uh, I imagine they're, uh, this is their Antifa oh. prep. Yeah, or at least that's what it's supposed to put in your head, right? To make you think, yeah, it's time to take down some Antifa scum because look at what they did. There was a flood and they're giving free food out to people in Texas. Damn, Tifa. Yes. (laughs) Fucking socialists. That's what they do. And you can't, and again, no one gets a free lunch, right? No. And in in general... Can we get these at Walmart? (laughs) These things, um, they appear to be available from this website. I don't know if they're on the shelf. 
Let's see if uh, Pepperball guns can be bought in stores. All right, back to the Google machine. My favorite part about this story, though, is, like, the update from the police department. Yes. So they apologized, kind of. Yes. <laughs> so, um... The Louisville police spokeswoman, Jessie Halliday, told the Courier-Journal, I want to apologize. It's not something that should have occurred if she was singled out as a reporter. The fuck does that mean, if? What? Yeah. Uh, Halliday said she couldn't tell who the officer was at the time, but police will review the video again. Uh, if we need to do any investigation for discipline, we will do that. Again, this fucking If. Uh, the video shows Rust and the camera crew moving away uh, as an indignant in-studio anchors ask her if they're okay and what's going on. Rust says they're okay and that the crew is behind them, but police wanted them to move further away. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? So I'm not seeing this off the shelf in stores, but I'm just, I'm taking a look at some of these headlines. It's available at Amazon, of course. Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money. But then it's also promoted in popular mechanics what the fuck does shooting a pepper ball at someone have to do with wrenches <laughs> well it's a man thing it's manly man stuff oh it's just another tool you might need yeah yeah i guess sometimes you change the oil sometimes you take down one of them antifas trying to break into your house yes which are headlines that are always happening yes constantly hearing about antifa in the suburbs, trying to trying to take down a program software designer, but then also it's in um, CNN uh, money.cnn.com. I shit you not. This is their headline: "Afraid of guns? Try this instead." And it's basically an article that functions as an advertisement for Pepperball guns. Yeah. Fucking America. Wow. I mean, why wouldn't you promote that? You don't want a pepperball gun? No, ma'am. And I, arguably, I am a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally work on and fix machines in the factory. And at no point am I like, you know what? This needs an explosive projectile that will stop someone from seeing and breathing well temporarily. Well, I mean, but you can do man stuff. You can be more manly if you have one. I, I, my ankle got hit by a forklift and I walked it off. How come I'm not manly enough in this damn patriarchy? Because you don't have a pepperball gun, fool. I don't have... Alright, I thought the glue gun was good enough. No. But you need a pepperball gun. You need a pepperball gun. <laughs> And it's only four hundred dollars. Woman, like I, I have my little pepper spray, and I've got my um, bolt thing, my and I tip my sparkler bottle against the door at night. I mean, I've got all my little rituals, but it's like the pepper gun might solve it a little bit better. Like, it'd be nice if they could just only be for fans, you know? Well, yeah. Well, if they could make it in um a pink, but it, you know, it's not right without glitter. It's not right without glitter. I think you need the glitter, <laughs> a smiley face of sorts. <laughs> So it's only $400 and it is the right solution for a non-lethal approach to personal protection, giving you both distance and power. Whether you are at home, on the road, or enjoying the outdoors, the TCP gives you control over any unforeseen circumstances. What the? 
you know you are on a working class podcast and you just said only four hundred dollars. You think I missed that part? I mean a real gun's like seven. That is also a bunch of money dollars. Those are both so much money they sound the same. <laughs> And so, well, this this was quite the tangent. Yes. This was definitely about the news reporter, but apparently um, the police, uh, they, they gave a heartfelt apology, as you told us. Yes, very heartfelt. And this one is something that I'm still building more notes on, but I will share the shell of it. But throughout the week, I'm going to be posting about this on the social media pages and it's the military police ordered to prepare to deploy in Minnesota. All right, so um, boop, 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 boop. Jonathan Rath Hoffman, uh, the chief of the Pentagon spokesman, said several military units have been placed on higher alert as a prudent planning measure in case Walls asks for help. Now, the Associated Press first reported on the presidential deployments and citing sources with direct knowledge of the orders named four locations from which soldiers would be drawn. Hoffman did not identify the units, but other officials said they are mainly military police. Hoffman said these are units um, normally on 48-hour recall to support state authorities in the event of crisis like natural disasters. Now, um... On the episode of Talk Fury that's going to be coming out this week, we uh, riffed on this a little bit, especially talking about with um, the thing that we talked about a little bit here, the um, the class consciousness that's going to naturally build a, mm-hmm. a multiracial coalition that's happening right in front of our faces, and the pigs are only helping with it, with their brutality. Mm-hmm. But um, now they're going to be kicking out this... Um, this shit from 1807 yeah the um insurrection act of 1807 which has been used and yeah it's gonna have to get used now so it's like i i don't want to be like the parade rainer like i i I don't want to ever come out and be that person that's like oh this is gonna do nothing no this is gonna do something toward the future like for one thing it's gonna be harder to recruit yeah. And it's going to reach a point where there are far fewer police, far fewer military, and far fewer bootlickers to support them. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and um, I'm okay with all that. But it's going to yeah. get fucking tough before you get there. Oh, yeah. It's almost like, I think folks really should go back in time, just hop in the Wayback Machine and look at videos from Ferguson and the shit they brought out. Yeah. Just for that one little ass unknown uh, town, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there's any rappers from there. Uh, Ferguson, uh, the protesters have a guillotine out right now. That see, that's a good old time. <laughs> but then, right, like that kind of thing, yeah. like that's a hot image. But we know no heads are actually oh, yeah. going to end up in that thing. Oh yeah. But some heads are going to end up getting smashed up in those jails. Like when they put those folks in there. Remember, like folks that get arrested are getting abused like yeah. arrest in and of itself yeah. like um uh trans woman janet mock noted um this is back when i first started podcasting uh janet mock was like no being arrested is inherently violent already and then they mm-hmm. just add more violence on top of it by squeezing the cuffs as hard as they can or yeah. as donald trump suggested they do bump your head while knocking you in 
And then that seat back there is not the most comfortable thing. I got slammed in one of those seats. Never been arrested, but, you know, they got to take it as far as they can. And, um, and, all, and then once they get you in that jail, like, um, the water protectors back when, uh, when that was cracking off with mm-hmm. the, uh, with the pipeline, like, everyone got all the way fully down strip and cavity searched everyone that got arrested default no matter what no accusation or allegation or suspicion Mm -hmm. that you have anything on you but no we're just going to do that as a humiliation tactic yep right and you know they did that because they they arrested amy goodman too for democracy now and yeah one they're going to get people behind those walls and fuck them up which is actually going to be super interesting how that goes because uh, they arrested a bunch of people in Minneapolis yesterday. But, like, from based on, I don't know how accurate they are, but reports from, um, like, the governor and shit is saying, like, 70 to 80% of the people they arrested aren't actually from Minnesota. They're, like, outside agitators. And now they're looking into possible links to, like, white supremacist groups and shit like that and thinking maybe that's who uh, some of these people they arrested are. So I will be very interested to see how that comes out. Yeah. Because we know cops fucking love Nazis. I guess we have to look back at the, um, like, videos that I posted back in uh, 2014 when um, Ferguson was cracking off. And one of the videos I posted is a um, uh, pretty young-looking white cat. Looks maybe like 18, 19 years old. And they just kind of walk into a, a black crowd of people walking and chanting. And he throws a brick from within the crowd. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah watch for shit like that. Like I think that the um, as far as like organizing again, don't make anyone look like they're the leader. Like maybe have a leader, but behind scenes, right? Coordinators, directors. Yep. And you gotta get together, watch people, security people, people that keep an eye for infiltrators, especially if they're experienced. Right. I mean, well, shit. How many fucking uh pictures or uh, images were there from uh, New York yesterday with all the fucking undercovers plain clothes fucking in the crowds not fitting in at all but people who've been in protest know why they don't fit in but if you're new to this you might have thought that was just another protester and then god only knows what you're gonna get charged with yeah and then that sort of thing like and and i'm, I'm pretty sure that anyone that tunes into this anyone that plays the archive uh I, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to agree right that this for the most part we run in echo chambers and I think that's the kind of thing that, like, if we have actual orgs, 501c3 orgs, mm-hmm. that could pay folks to actually be those watch people mm-hmm. and to notify actual protesters of infiltrators yep. and pay them some sort of stipend, some sort of salary, hell, i donate to it, Yeah, right? Phoenix Cleaver would probably donate to it from from another account, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure other folks would be like, oh, fuck yeah, that, that's a thing we need. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think I'm gonna hit up uh, Dr. Springler and see if she knows any folks. Because uh, Dr. Springler with uh, Fury, the feminist uprising uh, um, to resist inequality and exploitation, interacts with uh, handfuls of uh, lawyers and activists. Yep. Hell, even Phoenix Leader, you know a lot of activists. I do. Maybe we could see about that. I know you know other orgs. Yep. We can. Let's, we can... let's present that idea. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, definitely just teaching people how to identify, uh, outside, you know, infiltrators, how to identify, um, off duty. Well, I guess on duty, but, uh, plain clothes cops and shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's important to know. It's very yeah. important. Stake out mm-hmm. parameters before protest and mm-hmm. yeah. Post up at the corners at a- areas of entry, really. 
and watch folks. Obviously, you're not we're not we're not that kind of security. Not going to run up and pat everybody down, but have a trained eye mm-hmm. on the people. Yep, we need more legal observers too. Oh, l- lace me up. What is that? Uh, a legal observer is someone who basically um, goes to like protests or public events, and their job is to basically take notes. And they're uh, it's considered to be like legal documentation. So you know how as it is with fucking cops, right? So there's going to be a fucking protester. The cops are going to fuck them up and arrest them, take them to jail. And the legal observer can be like, "No, I'm an official legal observer. I went through the legal observer training. I observed that uh, this person did not." resist arrest or whatever the fuck the cops make up about you so it's like a legal protection so that then if you like come back and like sue the city or you sue the cops or you get charged with something your lawyer can use that as evidence to say no my client did not um you know resist arrest or my client was not throwing rocks at the bank or what the fuck ever and you can use that uh, legal observer so yes we need more legal observers please (laughs) we always have them at a slut walk chicago for that exact reason because cops be fucking wild Right. You said there's legal observer training. Yes. That's like, um, is that something that almost anyone can just go to? Or is that yeah. like a special class you got to take? It's a class you have to take, but I mean, you can, anyone can go. Really? Yeah. What, um, off the top of your head, a, a guesstimate of the price? Oh, um, considering that we always have legal observers at Slut Walk and Slut Walk is hello fucking working class people, not a lot. Hmm. Should we go get fucking wow. legal observer uh, I paperwork? I don't think on? it would be a bad idea. I mean, after quarantine. <laughs> yes, after quarantine. I don't think it would be a bad idea. Yeah, fuck yeah, folks. Um, let's uh, and I guess we should make that post and suggest our comrades, like it, like uh, those that can, right? Yeah. Like we don't want to be ableist about it, right? Because right. literally everything. Every human activity that exists has ableism to it. So I always, yeah, never want to just be like, everybody get up and go do this thing. Somebody's like, nigga, I fucking can't. And it's yeah. like, yeah, so those that can, mm-hmm. let's, yeah, I'm going to get up and get that cracking. Oh, uh, let's see. They have one at the National Lawyers Guild in Chicago. Um, do, 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 do. How do they have a cost? Uh-oh, Fiendsleader's looking for a price. I am. I don't, I don't see a cost listed, so uh, maybe it's free. I don't know. The ACLU also runs one. Oh. So. I've heard of them. Yes. That's the American Civil <clears throat> Liberties Union? Yeah. Um, it looks like it might actually be free. Okay. So it, it may be free. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I think it's a good thing to do because I know protesting can be like fucking scary, right? And you might have fucking pepper spray and you might get fucked up by cops. So a lot of people, you know, because it hurts to get punched in the face. People don't want to, you know, but if you have the physical capability to be out there and you don't want to get punched in the risk of getting punched in the face by cops, legal observer is definitely uh, a good way to go to be directly involved, but in a more, uh, a less risk type of situation. Yeah. And me, myself, I think I really just shouldn't even be out there just because it's not even just that I'm black and masculine presenting and the pigs are going to see me, but it's like, I've got this super fucking generic black look. Yeah. Like, I look like way too many fucking police sketches out there. It's fucking weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, like, I, I really shouldn't be anywhere near any high police presence like that. Like, yeah. they're just way too drawn to my ass. Like, I am 37 mm-hmm. And I have been fitting the description since I was 11 years old. So, nah, I, I, yeah, I, I actually can't. That. Like, that's just, like, 
that, that that's a higher level of Russian roulette with me. I will get clapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not recommend it for you, but um, it's definitely uh, something that folks can do. It's also, I think, um, good. Something I've noticed that we've had a lot of luck with as far as like slot walk goes is um, having the legal observers, but having white people be legal observers, like especially white women, because yeah. You know, if you yeah. have a white woman who can, who has the voice and can act and can, you know, bring the drama, then it's like, this is the person who can testify in court. And like, that <laughs> cop over there was very mean to this black man who didn't do, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, that's definitely yeah. um, an option. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so relevant what you're talking about, because the, uh, the, the white supremacists is so stoked and they've been just stockpiling and they're just go- going to go. And it's a real issue. I think it's a real issue in all the uprising right now, the infiltration and escalation. And yeah, I like that idea of legal observer. That's fantastic. And I think that, that would be a perfect way for white people, white women in particular, go put your little blazer on and get out there. You know, they're not going to target you. Um, I think that, that we need legal observers. That's, that's brilliant. You know what? I think tons of them, an army, an army of them. You know, really, white feminist activists could re um, reappropriate because it, it, it's taken some hits. The pink hats yeah. from the original Women's March. Yeah. The image of the pink hat has taken a hit, yeah. but now if the pink hat is associated with, oh, I'm a legal observer here taking father mucking notes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because they were. I, I saw that on social media. It's like I haven't seen any pussy hats out here, you know. Like, oh no, they're not out here at all, you know. So, yeah, they could. We could not. I don't wear the pink hat. I understand the problem, but uh, white feminism could uh, get uh, validate itself or 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 come back from. I'm trying to find the right word here. Uh, repent. <laughs> but yeah, legal observer. Come on, white feminist. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, as a brand, yeah, white feminism is kind of like Jack in the Box in 1992. It's kind of <laughs> like it's it's comeback time. <laughs> Those fights are cold. Yeah, they don't taste that good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I think this was uh, this was constructive. So yeah. this this is what we do now: uh, social dissonance, a critical analysis of justice. We'll hop on uh, every Sunday. So. This will, I think this is good. 8 p.m. was a decent time because it gives it gives me time to take a nap after doing Talk Fury. Yeah. And then I can get up in the morning, do some editing to Talk Fury, upload a clip, and then Monday after, finish editing and upload the full episode. And then I think Tuesday will have to be when I edit Social Dissonance and then put that up. And then I can get that up just before Wednesday, which is my really long day in the factory, which kind of bleeds into energy and time out of Thursday, but we'll have content moving along. We got to yep. do Swapcast as well. Yep. All right. So yeah, Phoenix Cleater will be recording um the Swapcast for Swapaganda and uh, just more Wine Cellar Media on the way. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund and PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. We will keep this stuff cracking. Um, we still will give away free socialized masks um, to anybody that requests one. And um, uh, hit me up on Facebook, uh, William J. Jackson. You send a private message with a safe address and we send them out. We've had uh, plenty of folks get their masks. We have no more um, 
disposable masks. We've given those all out for um for essential workers and um and houseless folks. So uh, we have nothing but fabric. But I think even because it's for one time use. I mean, if, allegedly, if, if we gotta give them the uh, a fabric one for one time use, like get a free mask out just to get it out. We've got the sewing machine and we've got the fabric, mm-hmm. and what you can crank them out in seven to nine minutes. Uh, like fifteen. Like fifteen minutes, <laughs> one mask. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah, not a lot of folks are asking for them, but uh, they're still there, and uh, the yeah, all all the materials still there. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah, the last ones we sent down to Fury in Texas. So they're going to be getting uh, masks out to to houseless folks out Fury in Texas. We got them out to Seattle, and we got them out to Swap uh, Baltimore yes. and Fury Chicago. Yeah, and, uh, and I was talking to uh, Dr. Springler about this, and um, and maybe even like pads and ponds drives for, um, mm-hmm. for folks that have menstrual cycles but are houseless, or also folks that... May not, I mean, shit, we live in coronial times. People can't afford things. Yeah. So maybe there are folks out there that can't afford these menstrual supplies. And hell, if we can collectivize it in and socialize it out, let's goddamn do it. Hell, I mean, tomorrow's, like, today's the 31st. Tomorrow the Patreon kicks in. But mm-hmm. buy the first round of them. Yeah. Get the good name brand shit. Whatever it is <laughs> that folks are looking for. I don't know how that goes. If folks that uh use uh those products tell me which ones to buy and i'll go get them joints what do they got always though they're, they're pretty popular <laughs> kotex is pop i like kotex myself kotex they, they've yes. been around for a while yes tampax tampax yes and i and i don't and i don't i, I hate that patriarchal shit who go in the store and buy tampons what with your money like the fact that you can spend money on something is awesome. The fact that you can spend money on something to help somebody, awesome-er, go in the store and buy the fucking tampons. Yeah. I'll fill the fucking cart. Give a shit. Oh, what, 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 what's the capitalist going to do? Not take my money? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I think we can uh, keep doing more and keep collectivizing in and keep socializing out. It's, it's super doable. All right, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to you, uh, 510, tuning in and hanging out with us. We are going to wrap this up, and I need to get to bed soon so I can go be properly exploited for my labor tomorrow. (laughs) Take care. Thank Uh, you so much. All right, have a good one. Bye-bye.